Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no words, it's how life goes. In a Mississippi Minute. Hey folks, it's Steve Azar and it is time for another In a Mississippi Minute. So grateful you guys are tuning in on Super Talk Mississippi. As always, go to visitmississippi.org and celebrate all things that scream Mississippi. I'm screaming now. All right, today's guest is the co-founder and executive director of the Music Education Initiative. So cool. Prior to heading this diverse-led and founded nonprofit. He worked as the chief operating officer with legendary music and entertainment icon Al Bell and his global music entertainment and artist development company, Al Bell Presents. So cool. For nearly 20 years, he has served as president and majority shareholder of Land Improvement Company. He's very diverse. A company founded in 55 that specializes in construction management, civil construction, site preparation, small building demolition. The list goes on and on. Government contracts, you name it, they do it. Additionally, as president of the Southern State Service Company, a holding company that will release a line of music-themed apparel and assorted merchandise. And also currently on the advisory board, the National Cold War Center. And has served on numerous boards, including the Arkansas Razorback Letterman's Club Board of Directors, the Arkansas Alumni Association Board of Directors, the Walton College of Business, Diversity and Inclusion Advisory Board, the University of Arkansas Chancellor's Council on Diversity. He is a graduate of the University of Arkansas Fulbright College of Arts and Science with a Bachelor's of Arts in Journalism and a minor in English and, of course, to add to his wonderful life and career, he was a Razorback offensive lineman, three-year letterman from 81, 2, and 3, under the legendary coach Lou Holtz. Are you kidding me? He will be on Mississippi <laughs> Soul for the World Music Conference, where I will be humbly and gratefully hosting and emceeing the opening ceremonies, kicking it off with my One Mississippi, our state song, One Mississippi, I apologize. Uh, and I'm looking forward to him being celebrated there. We're going to talk about more about his involvement. Please welcome in the fabulous Orson Weems. Hey, Orson. Hey, Steve. My gosh, man. Thank you for that. Wow. I appreciate it. I'm so happy to be here with you on your show today. Thanks so much for reaching out to me. And I, I just love to share and feel that great spirit coming out of you, man. I can't wait to get off some Mississippi soil. <laughs> well, you just got to cross the bridge. You know, I always make the joke that I, <laughs> I stole my Gwen from Arkansas. You know, one of those Napoles girls, and I, I ripped her over the – in the. I was like a thief in the night. And, and when nobody was paying attention, I brought her over the bridge, and I won't let her back. <laughs> I understand, buddy. I understand. It's that, it's that Delta soil, you know. Yeah, it yeah. Grow. Well, it's I love the fact. I want to go back to the young days, the wonder years, I call them, you know, when we all call them. Okay. Well, you, you're very diverse in, it sounds like, as a youth. You're, you're a really great athlete. You're talking about a superior athlete playing for Lou Holtz and playing, not just hanging out on the sidelines. You were a stud. And I remember you playing. But when did the art sort of, and and did you have time during your growing up years to dedicate to both? I'm trying to understand, you know, <laughs> both sides of you. Yes. Well, we we are born in Little Rock, and we moved to Pine Bluff in the early 70s. So I was in third grade there in Pine Bluff, and right up until I got ready to go to high school. And sometime in those years, I ended up buying a red guitar uh, that a neighbor's 
uh, kid had, and I thought I was going to follow a guy named B.B. King because he had a guitar, and I wanted mine to be shiny, too. <laughs> and, and at some point, I started uh, growing and started playing football more, and I put the guitar down and, and didn't even think about I could do both. So years went by, uh, high school, junior high in Pine Bluff, high school in North Little Rock, Arkansas, and then uh, that's when I was starting to get big and playing ball and uh, got recruited by colleges all over the country and ended up wanting to stay in Arkansas. And uh, years later, I just loved music. I can remember back in the 60s, uh, my dad introduced us to so much music. Mom and dad had uh, stereos. And when we lived in Palm Bluff, Steve, you, you probably appreciate this, is that we had a house that just happened to have a big porch, wraparound porch. And on Sundays, Mom and Dad would put the stereo speakers out on the porch and play Aretha Franklin's Amazing Grace so the neighbors could hear it, too, that didn't have <laughs> you know? So we've been around music so long. Yeah. And then I can remember in the in the late 60s, my dad introduced us to the Beatles. I can remember um, my folks were literally uh, both. My mom worked at what was called Pfeiffer Blast back then. It was it's Billard's now. And and uh, I can remember her bringing an album to the house, and it was the Kinks, you know? Wow. And I was like, and, you know, we put it on the stereo. You know, we had a little turntable back then, and we thought that was really something special. And so music's been around us so much, and my mother liked to sing, and, and uh, Dad actually was was a um, was ended up being a chef and and he did uh, that's why I love to cook and I like to follow you on Instagram man because I see some of that beautiful food you put in <laughs> I love that so your dad's a chef Valley, wow yeah dad was a chef and he was at the Pleasant Valley Country Club but he we just had music around us you know I sang in the choirs I was in the choir down in, in Palm Bluff Arkansas and it was a big deal to, to be in the choir and travel back then to other places. You know, you could do the state contest and all of that. Yeah. And uh, so the years later, uh, we were always uh, familiar with what Al Bell was doing. I was just young, but we didn't really know the magnitude of what he was doing. But years later, uh, I can fast forward up into 20, just 20-something years ago, we are at uh, my dad and stepmother having a cookout and, and just fish fry and uh, – uh, Al was there, and and, uh, and he was talking, saying he had to go to a uh, convention to speak to some accountants, I think, or something in Memphis. And I listened to him, and I said, you know, Uncle, I think I'll like to join you. Did you tell that. him you were going to be it. his bodyguard? <laughs> no, I didn't, he didn't need that. You know, he's six you. four himself. You know, <laughs> know he, he says he's that six foot four bundle of joy. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, and from then I started listening and it worked out that when he needed to go i would adjust my schedule with our construction come and and take it so that he could read his notes study his speeches uh calling you know getting phone calls all throughout the day while we're traveling you know and i've been on the phone he's had some legendary folks call him and i'm like what you know what these folks that are calling him asking for advice and and steve and i just stuck around him and i started listening and being literally mentored by him because there was just so much history coming out of him. I started listening and it put me in a position to uh, sit in on some of the, the meetings that he was dealing with and some of the folks that he was, uh, I think he was the chair at some point of the Memphis music foundation. uh, And then just around stacks, the stacks, Soulsville, stacks music Academy, the stacks museum, and I would go with him and take him to the events there, and we would just talk about it. And he just loves to see uh, the Stax Music Academy kids just jamming and doing everything that they do. Some of them have gone on to be incredible artists in their own rights. Yeah. And I've just been around music. I don't play. I don't play any instrument. Where's that, where is that red guitar? People. Is it is it a thing? I, buddy, in the past? I don't remember. <laughs> <It's about laughs> I don't even remember. Once I started playing ball. You know, mom could have sold it at a flea market down in time. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a red guitar right a red guitar right now that I bought when I was uh, probably 14 or 15. I'm staring at it on my wall, so I'll, I'll take a a picture of it and send it to you, and uh, that okay. way you can reminisce. You know the the that wraparound porch. We're going to take a quick break, but I can only imagine okay. going from Amazing Grace to Girl. You really got me now. 
I mean, I, just, I mean, are you kidding me? What what a way to grow up. We are with Orson Weems, and uh, Mississippi Minute's going to fly by with an Arkansas-Mississippi guy. Go to visit Mississippi.org and get ready. I'm Steve Azar. Stand by. Folks, this is Steve Azar, and if you're a business owner, then you've probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years, especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W-2 employees, then you could receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. It's not a loan. It's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners and is best accessed by using lawyers that understand the details. That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already helped thousands of businesses just like yours. They do all the work for you, and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the IRS. Your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive PPP loans, even if you are a nonprofit, even if you've experienced an increase in sales. Let my friends at Frascona Law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to $26,000 per employee. Visit frasconalaw.com slash Azar to get started. Frascona is spelled F-R-A-S-C-O-G-N-A. This tax refund is only available for a limited time, so act now. Visit frasconalaw.com slash Azar to start the process of claiming your businesses over paid taxes. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clearer skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new play. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more.
In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Orson Weems is my guest. Just incredible life lived. He's got four of them. I know that. One goes and does one thing. One goes and does the other. And uh, and there you go. That's how he gets it done. Visit Mississippi.org. Can set you free. Get you done. To help you really appreciate what we have to offer in our state and why the world comes to celebrate. Check it out. Uh, Orson Weems is my guest. Orson, let's dig into college years. I know that so much to talk about. Your career has been so vast. But playing for Lou Holtz. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness, yes. A lot of uh, just incredible memories. A lot of things that I even do to this day are, are a combination of what I was raised on and how I was raised as well as the discipline from my family as well as the discipline on a major college athlete, as a major college athlete, and the discipline that I still carry on to this day. And, you know, sometimes my wife and kids are like, Dad, you, you I said, well, there's only way, that's the only way that I can see it getting done, and it's to do it the right way mm-hmm. the first time. And, and so some of the things and the sayings that uh, Lou, Coach Holtz, it's always been hard for me to call him Lou. I always call him Coach Holtz when I see him. And, and uh, we always talk about some of the sayings and the things that were, didn't seem like they were making sense to us back then. But when you go further in life and you go through having been coached by him and his staff, uh, some of the legendary coaches, we, you know that it was meant for us to become better young men, if you will. Hmm. And that's, I think, uh, that's some of the things that Lou did. And he even put in a, a class on Sunday, Steve, that was called uh, Lou Holtz Self-Improvement Class. <laughs> and we had to attend. <laughs> and it would help us, and they would tell us how we should handle ourselves in interviews, how to speak in interviews, uh, how, to, how to be community wow. servants and leaders and go out into the community and do certain things and be involved. We were involved with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We were involved in speaking to school. We were playing charity like football players playing playing charity basketball games, you know, just yeah. just to get something going on. And speaking at, uh, uh, I, I guess it would be something like Razorback letter. Uh, what would they call those alumni Razorback club meetings, where mm-hmm. you have fans that that are boosters and all that. And it would just be community outreach. But some of the things that I use one other day is that uh, Lou would say, nothing is as good as it seems, nothing is as bad as it seems, but sometimes reality falls in between. <laughs> I and, love that. You know, and, and, you know, and it makes sense. You know, it's yeah, not as yeah. bad or good, as, but where you are in your reality, that's where it is. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and just some great things and a lot of players. I still stay connected to a lot of my Razorback, Razorback brothers, met a lot of newer Razorback brothers and sisters that have gone through the athletic program there. Still involved on, at the university speaking to classes. I spoke to uh, three classes last month at the university. Mm-hmm. And just reaching out to the uh, that younger population so that they can see there is some type of hope for them to do some great things further later in life. You know, Orson, we, we're coached a lot in our lives by these mentors that come along. And obviously when you're coach coached, you know, when that's their job description and that's their title, but there's other coaches in life, your folks and, and people that really mentor you along the way. It's funny how we get to a certain point in our lives and a lot of those incredible characteristics and things that they preached it just becomes an eight in us and you just pass it on and that's the best feeling so you're at this point where you're doing that a whole lot you've got a little lou a little your mom and dad a little of whoever a little of mr bell all built into you and then obviously you you throw it in a blender and that's as i say musically that's what i say in mississippi you throw all these Mm -hmm. genres and then you got to find out you got to find yourself and how it becomes an honest thing so you can be compelling, right? So yes. I love that. So I want to – NFL never a thought? Or do you get hurt? Or? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was uh, invited to a lot of the uh, pro camps back then, NFL. Then the USFL came out, and I got injured, right, uh, My just with a few weeks left in my senior year. And I had an orthopedic surgeon tell me, he said, well, you need eight weeks to heal, and you got – four games left. So what does that tell you? And yeah. I just said, well, I think this is this the end. 
and I didn't pursue it. I was invited to other camps, got drafted in the USFL, and didn't go attend any camps because it would have taken me really a year to get back in some football shape. Yeah. And and back then, Jerry Jones, uh, of course, his son. Steve Jones, that you see always in the war room for the Cowboys, yeah. Steve had been a, 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 a safety and a cornerback for the Razorbacks during sure. he was just a year younger than I was. And I remember being downtown Little Rock right after uh, Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys. And he said, well, Orson, I want you to come down and try it. And I said, you know, Mr. Jones, it's going to take me a year to get back in shape to even look at. And I said, so I just got to let this go by. But uh, that's, that's uh, I love the Cowboys. <laughs> that yeah. was one of my, I would have hoped I would have, but it, that wasn't the way. My path was led a different way. Any regrets so, but, at all? Uh, none, not no, at all. No, one, no. one thing that I'm really blessed and thankful for is that uh, I had no surgeries. I had no injuries back then, nothing. I got up, no no uh, knees and crack, wow, you know, creaking and shoulders or anything. Only thing that was bothering me is what they would say was turf toe. You know, I was banging my feet on that AstroTurf back then. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, that's amazing, first of all, that you're telling me that. It is. Second of all, we got a lot of friends who have had everything sort of replaced yes. <laughs> that it played on the next yes. level. <laughs> so That's right. Uh, all right, we're talking to Orson Weems. What about this music education initiative? Where does this brainchild happen, and how involved is it in your day, daily sort of, you know, as you because you got so many other things going. So how right. much time do you put in, and, you know, where did it all start? started out uh, literally uh, during, during the pandemic. And uh, there's the, the other co-founder of the Music Education Initiative is Greg G.T. Thompson, and he's the chief creative officer for Al Bell Presents. And Greg was a touring artist himself for years, had a had a band called The 17th Floor. That, and and uh, Greg and I were both uh, putting together a program at the um, Momentary Museum in Bentonville for a show that we called Al Bell Presents A Soul Music Experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were working on that, and we COVID just, of course, shut down everything. So we had uh, some time that we thought we were going to be on the road doing some things, and uh, that just kind of held us at our desk. And and so, and GT is a member of the International Association of Venue Managers, and told me that they were going to see just an explosion of touring and in bands and live event shows after this prolonged period of COVID. And so he was projecting that in 2020, we were projecting in 2021, there was going to be an explosion of tours and shows. And he said, we need to be prepared for putting people in the industry because a lot of the people that were in the industry aren't coming back after COVID. And that would be some of those long, oh, you're mature road crews that know how to do everything, some of the folks, and we need to get some newer folks in. So we, mm-hmm. we created the Music Education Initiative, and our mission that literally says to engage, educate, elevate, and prepare the next generation of professionals in the business of music and entertainment. And what that means, Steve, is, is that everybody doesn't sing, play instruments or dance in front of the, the cameras or the mic, but all the things that are behind the scenes that are making these shows, music events, live events happen. So from the audio engineers to the lighting to the marketers to all the different things that we can touring and booking. So we started uh, workshops to in just really to make people aware of the career opportunities available in music and entertainment where you don't have to sing, but you can be a part of yeah. uh, a, a a show or a live event because that's what's needed. So that's how we did it. And we looked at dealing with uh, reaching students uh, from juniors in high school, but we've had some younger folks attend some of our workshops. But what's very interesting is that we've had other job seekers uh, that are professional in their own rights doing other things but want to be involved on a weekend to make some extra money. And and so we start out with uh, what's called Stagehand 101, and that was some – we've had some wonderful – facilitators we actually get professionals from the industry to help us facilitate these workshops we've had folks uh in northwest arkansas like ozark production services uh, just uh, andy green and alan chapman just for folks that helped us early on with our workshops we even did workshop our first one was you don't know george's majestic lounge up in Fayetteville on dixon sure sure fabulous Incredible. folks and, yeah. and and uh they open up to allow us to do our first one and our first one we had over 20 people attend that wanted to get an introduction into what it takes to do a live production and just literally steve how to take the road cases off the off mm-hmm. of trucks how to wrap cables 
how to identify a plug, (laughs) the safety aspects of it. And as you know, as an artist, musician, label owner, that if somebody figures out how to get in the door on one aspect of it, they're going to be asked if they can do another part of that and they can build their skills up once they get in. So that's some of the things that we do, and we're putting on workshops. Uh, We did two workshops, uh, one in January this year already and one in in, uh, February. We have another one coming up, which I tell people that this is really, I said our workshop is going to be fire, and they think I'm using the the Gen X, Gen Z slang and saying, I said, no, it's really going to be fire. We're going to do a pyrotech special effects (laughs) workshop. And they were like, what? I said, yeah, it's going to be fire. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm Steve Azar with Orson Weems, former Arkansas Razorback starter under Lou Holtz, but doing a whole lot of incredible good. The Music Education Initiative, you can check that out, musiceducationinitiative.org. Uh, and also uh, visit Mississippi.org. That's not an afterthought. That is the real thing. News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi news is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi news on air and online. Supertalk.fm. This is House Call for Health. The elevator or the stairs. If you're concerned about a healthy lifestyle, you should start walking because those steps count. The American Council on Exercise says 10 minutes of stair climbing for a 165-pound person burns 100 calories. It'll also strengthen leg muscles and give you an energy boost. Dr. Kelly Jones is a performance dietitian and consultant in Philadelphia and tells Fox News Digital, compared to walking on a flat surface, climbing stairs requires people to raise their own body weight against the forces of gravity, putting extra stress on muscles and the cardiorespiratory system. Dr. Jones went on to say when stairs are taken regularly, the body is better able to recover from added stress to become stronger and more metabolically efficient, positively impacting health. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. Greenwood LaFleur Hospital, which has been in danger of closing down for months, will now be able to keep its doors open until at least 2024 after receiving an extended line of credit. Well, it's still dire, and we still have the same situation, but things are turning around for the better. 
That was Greenwood Mayor Carolyn McAdams. Greenwood LaFleur, which has been at the forefront of the state's ongoing hospital crisis, was forced to lay off over 150 employees as well as close a number of services in the year 2022. Gary Marchin, the hospital CEO, told us over email that recent legislation passed by lawmakers, including a lifeline grant program, will help in the short term but not in the long term. And the first ever Mississippi Public Safety Summit is set for May 8th through 10th in Flowood. The goal of the event will be to reduce crime across the state. Super Talk Mississippi News. I'm JT Mitchell. It's the biggest party of the year, and it's here May 6th at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. CPR Fest 21, starring Breaking Benjamin with Bush. Saliva. Des Rocks. Ron Jones, The Violent, and more. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Spend the weekend on the coast for CPR Fest 21. Hello, I'm Kenny Francis from Corning, Arkansas. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Arkansas 2022 Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9, Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. I'm still trying to find Hey, hey folks, Steve Azar here. And like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. With Orson Weems, rocking and rolling, I'm crossing the bridge today in Arkansas celebrating music in a whole different light. And uh, just love the connectivity of Arkansas, Mississippi, city of Memphis, Louisiana, parts in Alabama. The music that's been made is insane. Visit Mississippi.org celebrates our music, and it is stellar. Check it out. Hey, Orson, back in my day at a place called River City, and when I used to play all the deal at University of Arkansas, before I met my wife, I remember climbing to the top of my stack of speakers on one side, and we had the pyro, and my brother blew my pants up. <laughs> I swear, you think I'm kidding? <laughs> and he was always a count early anyway, so it's like right, you know, like you're waiting and count, and he would always just jump the gun a little bit. Joe, if you're listening, sorry, but you didn't scare the heck out of us because. But when you get, you know, when you get your pants blown up a little bit, it's not good. It just doesn't feel it's good. Not. Anyway, I still have the bruises. Uh, Orson, oh, what about you know? Have you ever been to the Delta Music Institute? That's where I've been. So just wonderfully. Just grateful to serve as an artist in resident since I moved back on my campus where I graduated, Delta State University, where Cleveland is actually, uh, you know, the host town of the World Music Conference and Sound Diplomacy and all that. Um, have you yeah. been? Have you been to the Delta Music Institute and seen what's there? No, I I will tell you that I was briefly there. Uh, did not get a chance to go back, and the reason I was there just to see it was just uh, some, a few years ago that was a Take Me to the River uh, event at the Grammy Museum that, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, Boo Mitchell and all. And sure. he was, that was That was touring there, and that's when I met uh, Dr. Rolando Hertz over there, and we were trying yep. to connect that, and we were just literally, literally 
just able to uh, just kind of walk across the campus and see that. But I tell you, I'm looking forward to seeing it when I come down in well, April. I'll give you a, but, I'll give you the tour because here's the deal. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but here's the deal. The, no, please. The everything you're saying from learning how to set up production and and lighting and and. I mean, you're talking about start to finish. Look, how do you become the CEO of UPS like David Abney did? He started loading boxes in the middle of the night mm-hmm. to pay for college. That's how you become. These days in the music business, it's sort of great to know it all. I mean, when we were growing up, we were setting our yeah. own gear up. You know what I mean? I was a kid. And right. I mean, you'd play four hours and you'd go, oh, I got to break down all the gear. Right. And then so it was part of it. You just understood how to wrap cables and, you know, and all that. And it never leaves you when you're watching my road crew and everybody when they're always wrapping cables and all that. I'm looking at them going like, are you doing that the right way? Because, you know, <laughs> but but I love that. And the Delta Music Institute literally takes you on a four year curriculum of it all of it all if you're going to be an artist you're going to be a studio engineer you're going to be a, 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 an engineer on the road you're going to be it doesn't matter it's all there and you also understand the legality of you know in the, in the music business we've unfortunately are love what we do so much for a period of time we'll go we'll do this for nothing but at some point <laughs> you know you get taken advantage of and and, sure. and when you do you go what the heck you know like now I'm doing this but I'm not reaping the benefits I've had a lot of friends that artists who have made bad deals along the way I didn't have the best of deals but I wasn't as bad as some of them so it sure. comes and goes but I can't wait cuz I want to I'll see you there and and I'll bring you over there and I'll sort of give you the skinny of it all Oh yeah, buddy, that that's fabulous. I want I want to do that. And some of the things that uh, some of the people have started to see, like for instance, when I was telling you that Music Cities and um, sent you that article that they want me to apply for one of the best music initiatives uh, that could be discussed at the Music Cities convention. That later on they they sent us the application so that I think they'll talk about it at the Music Tourism Conference there in Cleveland next month. But I'll tell you, we've had institutions reach out to us to try to figure out how do we put our programs in some of their uh, junior colleges or some of their institutes, et cetera. And we've got curriculum uh, that we're already working with and talking to a a good guy down in Austin is uh, Tim Dittmar at the Austin Community College in there music technology performance and just an outstanding program like you were describing for the Delta Music Institute. It's just fabulous things. And there's so much work out. And in, in, in Northwest Arkansas, I've been telling people it's not just about music and live events. It's, it's about being able to see, add that entertainment aspect because mm-hmm. biking is huge here in Northwest Arkansas. And I tell people there are over 300 live events a day that happen in this area. And it's not just music, but it's also the programs that a lot of the suppliers that support some of the big three up here, uh, Walmart, Tyson Foods, and J.B. Hunt, mm-hmm. what they have with their meetings. So those are productions when they, somebody's wanting to talk about a new product or a new service. They have all this technology needs so that it can get to people around the world, wherever some of their associates and some of their coworkers are and colleagues, so they can share that. And you have to have audio engineers or an audio person, not necessarily an engineer, but an audio person that has some experience to know what the heck to do to yeah. make it sound and look good. So you got to have that AV perspective as well as still wrapping cables. And yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, Orson, let me tell you something. Yes. If you can, yeah. you can be incredible and you can always put on this great show, but if it's not sounding good or and you're done, it won't matter. Because <laughs> so it, to me, I always sort of stress over how it feels on stage and how mm-hmm. it sounds out there. You know, sometimes you're at the mercy of not being able to bring your crew. You know what I mean? At certain periods of your life. Uh, my brother, Joe, was an incredible front house sound guy, did all the arenas okay. um, and, you know, help. He managed the uh, the outfield for a while, but he did their front house sound as well. He he did front house sound for Vince Neil on his tour. He did mine when we did all the arena tours back in the day. I am telling you right now, and he yeah. was so good. 
you know, from from our little uh, days back in the garage to to going all the way to playing, you know, running sound in Madison Square Garden. I mean, it's pretty cool, you know. Oh, but wow. Wow. but you yeah, can de- yeah. you can depend on that. So sound to me is just always sort of my stress thing. Like, come on, man, and then I always worry about promoters. Like, are they winning or not? Because I I feel sad if they don't, you know. So that's always been in my, even in club days back in the day. Uh, it's amazing how I sort of feel. I became friends with a lot of promoters who were good to me along the way. Um, there were just so many in Mississippi that were ridiculously good to me. Uh, at Grendel, oh, I got in Grendel Roy, who was, who was the greatest, you know. Anyway, uh, long story short, let me, we're not long story in it. I want to understand the National Co-War, uh, sure, center sure. and understand what you're doing there. I know we're hopping around, but we're going to take a quick break. Folks, Orson Weems is my break. guest today. Former University of Arkansas, three-year starter under Lou Holtz. Are you kidding me? I just, I got to take a break now. It's crazy. (laughs) Visit Mississippi.org. We'll be a big part of the World Music Conference in Cleveland, Mississippi, and my alma mater is a town at Delta State University where we rock and roll. Orson's going to be there. He's going to be lifted up and celebrated. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Hey folks, it's Steve Azar, and if you're a business owner, then you've probably spent too much money on your taxes over the past couple of years, especially as you fought through the pandemic. But you may be eligible to get some of that money back. If your business has five or more W-2 employees, then you could receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. It's not a loan. It's a refund on taxes you shouldn't have paid in the first place. This is a tricky program that is misunderstood by the majority of business owners and is best accessed by using lawyers that understand the details. That's why I recommend my friends at Frascona Law. They have already helped thousands of businesses just like yours. They do all the work for you, and you don't pay them a dime until you receive your refund money from the IRS. Your business can qualify for these funds even if you receive PPP loans, even if you are a nonprofit even if you've experienced an increase in sales. Let my friends at Frascona Law conduct a free evaluation of your business to help you access up to $26,000 per employee. Visit FrasconaLaw.com slash Azar to get started. Frascona is spelled F-R-A-S-C-O-G-N-A. This tax refund is only available for a limited time, so act now. Visit FrasconaLaw.com slash Azar to start the process of claiming your business's overpaid taxes. Whether you're brand new to the DIY craze or a seasoned veteran, the Handyman Show has something for you. Buddy Slowick shares tips and tricks on everything from odd jobs to complete build-outs, from small home repairs to serious construction. So no matter if you're at the master carpenter level or not quite sure how to use a level, the Handyman Show answers your questions with a healthy dose of humor and some great music, too. Saturdays, 10 to noon on Super Talk Mississippi and on Super Talk TV. Fox on tech. Hey, Microsoft Office users, remember Clippy? 
That was the animated paperclip that tried to be your assistant when writing in Word, running numbers in Excel, or making slides in PowerPoint. Microsoft did away with it years ago, but Microsoft is announcing a new AI called Copilot for the Microsoft 365 apps. It's powered by GPT from OpenAI and won't be a piece of cartoon office supplies, but a chatbot that you can ask to do certain things within the Office 365 environment, including Microsoft Teams. For instance, you can ask Copilot to create a presentation in PowerPoint based on a Word document you created. Copilot will also integrate with Outlook to manage your inbox. Microsoft is now testing the AI with a small group, but will expand to more users in its preview phase and eventually offer it to the 365 subscribers. With Fox on Tech, I'm Eben Brown, Fox News. Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. I'm Laura Ingle with your Fox True Crime Minute. DNA does it again. The Boone County Sheriff's Office in Kentucky has announced with advances in DNA technology, it had solved a 46-year-old murder case involving a teenage victim. The body of 16-year-old Carol Sue Claber was discovered in a roadside ditch in Walton, Kentucky on June 5, 1976. And after years of chasing leads, the case went cold. In 2017, the Boone County Sheriff's Office established a cold case unit to look into the suspect's DNA. The profile was used to create investigative leads through genetic genealogy, leading detectives to Thomas Dunway. Investigators say Dunway was 19 when he brutally murdered Claber and he built up a criminal history, then died at the age of 33. Dunway's DNA will be entered into the combined DNA index system known as CODIS to be checked against other unknown profiles. You can get more on this story at foxnews.com and subscribe now to the Fox podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Laura Ingle with your Fox True Crime Minute. Super Talk Mississippi, King's Daughters Medical Center, First South Farm Credit, JumpstartTestPrep.com, and Toyota of Brookhaven. Welcome Morgan Wallen Live. Y'all with you guys, y'all sing with me. Sunday night, April 23rd at Vaught Hemingway Stadium at Old Miss. First sold out free tickets to win. And not just any free tickets. We're talking VIP tickets to watch this once-in-a-lifetime concert in the Super Talk Suite at the stadium. We've got them, and we're giving them away. It's Morgan Wallen with special guest Mississippi's own Hardy. Keep listening for more details on how you can win VIP suite seats from Morgan Wallen, live at Old Miss. fun way to win from Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I am rolling the Mississippi Minute sideways, sort of, and the man that's keeping me straight and the narrow today is Orson Wings, structured with a soul, and I love that. Anybody that plays for Lou Holtz, are you kidding? That means you are ready for the world. Uh, a lot of my family went to Notre Dame. My dad, my brother, my cousins, my brother-in-law, they all went to Notre Dame, and they love Lou. Uh, and just uh, what an incredible thing to play for a man for three years. That had to be – it was life-changing. It's just pretty incredible. Orson Weems is my guest today. Visit Mississippi.org can be your guest, or they can – they want to be. Actually, yes. What am I saying? Orson, what am I saying? They want you to be their guest is what we're saying. That's all right. right. Okay, so there you go, brother. Orson, talk to me about the National Cold War Center and your involvement. Well, you, you'll love this because this is somebody that's a national treasure that got me involved with this. Is just another dear friend, and I even consider him a mentor. Is uh, Dr. William Bill Ferris, and yeah. and, <laughs> and he and I met uh, just because of the uh, the exhibit that we have. You know, it is called our Juke Joint exhibit that was at the Clinton Presidential Center in Little Rock. And Dr. Ferris was going to be a guest at some point. And uh, COVID again 
threw a wrench into that. And I think another guy there in Mississippi, Scott Beretta, was going to fill in sure, for Scott, Bill Ferris. Scott. Yeah, Scott, that Scott, he's a super guy. And uh, so none of that happened because of COVID. So uh, actually, my wife and I were, uh, Bill Ferris and I become good friends. And, and I, my wife and I were in North Carolina uh, back end of last year. And we were able to go see him, Dr. Marcy, his, his wife. And we, I said, I just got to sit at your knee and, and listen to some things. And he told me he was involved with the National Cold War Center up in Blyville, Arkansas, the former, uh, that's his name now again, still the Blyville Air Force Base. And, and he was telling me about the significance of this air base. And I knew it was in Arkansas, but I had really not put a lot of thought in it back then. And, uh, so he told me, sent me some information. He said, and I'd like to ask you to look at, uh, Look at that information, and then I get an email later, and from the advisory board, uh, they're asking if I would join the advisory. You were being board set up, Co- yeah. You were. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you know another Bill board, Ferris, yeah, if, yeah, another board. If you know Bill Ferris, he has such an incredible way to communicate that he he wants you to help him, and, and you can be a, such a big part of it. And he's so delightful in his delivery, and you want to do what? He suggests and, and help as well as he introduces us to so many wonderful people. And I said, yes. And, and this board, this advisory board that I sit on is just uh, incredible historians. We've got uh, history professors uh, that are teaching history. We've got uh, one of the co-chairs is at the, um, I think, the junior college in Blyville, Mississippi. I think it's Northeastern Community College now. Mm-hmm. And those folks. Uh, there is uh, that's Dr. Julian Hartley there, and then the other co-chair is uh, Dr. Christian Osterman at the Woodrow Wilson Center in D.C. And you got Bill Ferris on it. We have such an incredible uh, mix of of clients, and then you have Mary Gay, uh, uh, Mary Gay, that was had the bookstore in um, Bible. Mm-hmm. You're you familiar with Mary Gay? Shipley I'm not there, and and uh, she she's the She's the founder, if you will, of this, and she was the one that had that another connection is Mississippi is uh, Mary Gay had a bookstore in Blyville, yeah. and uh, that's where uh, she would have John Grisham come and do book readings and signings, and that helped uh, put Blyville on the map for a lot of big wow. things, and Mary Gay is behind that. And so she's the founder and co-chair, uh, I mean the founder and chairperson of the National Cold War Center, wow. and we just want to bring the history of the significance of what this airbase meant during the Cold War. And, and I'm learning more and more things about what that meant. For instance, how close we were to nuclear, uh, actually to, to having some nuclear responses during the time of what's called the, the Bay of Pigs back in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about DEFCON 2. And, and that was wow. just as close to the midnight hour that you wanted to get without having uh, just literally having uh, nuclear weapons. De- right. De- right. Yeah, I mean, nuclear, you, you know, nuclear weapons, DEFCON 2, and you're almost ready to, to start setting switches to have yeah. things up. Mm. And uh, that airbase, Steve, had uh, B-52s that were uh, literally uh, outfitted with uh, nuclear weapons that were ready to go to intervene in that Bay of Pig wow. situation back wow. then. Wow, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. Um, that's not B-52, the band, by the way, folks. That is that, 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 that's not B-52's band. <laughs> Orson Williams has been my guest today, folks. Incredible career. He's just getting started. Uh, I'm going to show him around. Delta State and the DMI yeah. when he's there. He may not, I may lock him in there. You don't know what we may do when we're there. We're we going to do some stuff. I'm doing some great things. I've got a uh, blues exhibit from the Mid-America Arts Alliance going to Pine Bluff, Arkansas on April 6th. And y'all can go check us out on our website, Steve. Can what, I shout out our website? What's the website, please? Uh, musiceducationinitiative.org. Okay. Musiceducationinitiative.org. Check it out, folks. Check out visitmississippi.org. We have been with... Oh, yeah, Orson Weems, and uh, I'm going to let you guys go. Have a great, blessed weekend, and we'll see you later. Thanks, Orson. You're the best. Thanks, Steve. Big hug. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. 
What if the online information about your business is incorrect or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. STMM Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. 